Hello, and welcome to this edition of the Know and Tell podcast with Lindy Brock and Danielle Gruden. This episode features Savannah Georgia news anchor, Cyria Sandlin. She'll tell us about life as a morning anchor, being a woman in journalism, facing public criticism, and race in the media. We hope you enjoy. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. I am sitting here with Danielle, um, the other Hi. half of the podcast. Hi. Hi. Nice. Thank you guys for asking me to do this. I feel so special. Well, you, you are special, so you should feel special. So then as a morning anchor, you know, you're obviously more routinized than, than an on-the-street reporter. So kind of what are the responsibilities that you hold as an anchor? What are you, what are you tasked with? Well, I think it's just one of the biggest things about being an anchor. I think you just have to be able to be kind of a leader and be able to, you know, provide opinions and input and take you know, criticism and listen to the input of people on your team. I mean, because there's every day that there's a story that we're debating putting in a show or debating whether we should send a reporter to this or, I mean, there's just so many decisions. So right. um, we actually, every morning now we have a 3.30 a.m. meeting. Oh so God. we just go over basically <laughs> one of the big stories. I know, it's like right when I get in. That's like, when I'm in my REM cycle. Day. Yeah. <laughs> Danielle yeah, and I would exactly. not be present for that meeting. Like, no. I know, that's like the one thing. It's like when everybody's watching on the shows, I'm in my run cycle, so it's <laughs> a trade-off, but I mean, there is, I, when I became a morning anchor, I think I was very intimidated by it, but um, now that I'm in the groove of things, I mean, I just, it feels like second nature to me. I mean, you know, you just, you have to fact check things, you have to be a team player. I think that's my biggest, you know, thing that I value in my coworkers. Right. mornings, it's just us. I mean, if something breaks, it's just us, you know? There's like six of us there, and we really have to be a team. Do you feel like because you're the anchor and you're you're the consistent face that runs the show from, like you said, 4.30 to 8, do you feel like you hold a special relationship with the viewers then? Do you, do you kind of feel oh, like, yeah, I hate absolutely. to say the face of the show, but, you know, does that oh, kind no. of... Absolutely. Like, you know, going living in a town like Savannah, which is a smaller town, and being at a station that is number one and morning TV is one of those things that is still like kind of appointment television because people will watch it every morning while they're getting ready. Um, I think, you know, there's so many places I go, people are like, hi, Syria, how's Don, my co-anchor? You know what I mean? It's (laughs) just constant, constant, which is so great and so refreshing because it's so nice to know that people are watching you. People do enjoy watching you in the morning. Like, you know, people say, I can't start my day without you guys. Um, so what is your day-to-day routine like? Um, since you are an early morning anchor, um, I would assume, we'd assume that it would have to be pretty different than the typical nine-to-five job. Obviously, you've stated oh, yeah. that you wake up pretty yeah. early. So what, yeah. what is your, your day-to-day like? Well, I actually, I mean, I, like, I just, I honestly really do love my schedule. Um, I'm not going to lie and say when the alarm goes off at 2, 2 15 in the morning I don't like cringe every day but I just it works for me everybody's different um I like it so my alarm first go alarm goes off about 2 and I have a 2 15 I have to be out of bed by 2 30 um and usually I 
from 2.15 to 2.30, I'm just going through my emails, like just on my phone in my bed, just like going through my emails, going through Twitter, going through Facebook, trying to figure out what happened in the world while I was sleeping because a lot of stuff happens from 7 you know, p.m. to 2 a.m. Right. So I'm always like, but, you know, we have like um, the 11 p.m. show, we have an end of shift note. So the 11 p.m. producer will send out everything that happens. So like I, that's the first thing I read just to know what happened in the shows while I was sleeping. Um, so then I hop in the shower. Um, always try to listen to some music to try to wake myself up. I'm usually in work by 3.15, 3.30 at the latest. And we have a meeting, which we just start doing. Um, so then we talk about the big stories of the day, um, what the weather is going to be like, because that's obviously always huge. Um, and then I get to work on just going through all my scripts, checking them, tweaking them, um, you making sure they're active voice, uh, making sure everything's you know factually correct to the best of my ability. It's three and a half hours of news, so... Is there scripts that I miss? Of course. Is there mistakes I miss? Always. Um, but, you know, and I'm always looking through social media, seeing if there's, like, cool stuff that's trending that we have to get in the show. You know, if there's some picture. For example, today we had um, some kid, like, reeled in a seven-foot shark off St. Simon's Island. And, like, I mean, it's just insane stuff that got, like, a thousand Facebook shares in a couple hours. So that's something definitely we are going to put in a show tomorrow if they haven't put it in today. You know, just looking for those crazy, you know, social media buzzworthy things and stuff like that. So, um, and then at 4.15, I try to hop in the makeup room and get myself together, put my makeup on for the day. And then 4.30 to 5, I'm on by myself with the meteorologist. Then at 5 o'clock, my co-anchor comes in. We go from 5 to 8 a.m., So, um, and during that whole time, him and I pretty much tag team run our Facebook and Twitter feeds, just updating things all the time. Like every, I mean, every half hour. So digital is just such an important part of what we do. I mean, it's really, you have, you can't ignore it. It's so, so important, especially in the morning. So we're always updating digital. So sometimes it can get, you know, a little crazy if there's a lot of breaking news stuff going on, like keeping an eye on we have laptops out there but doing that bringing news is stressful um we also record radio headlines that are that go on the air in the morning and on the all the local radio stations so 8 a.m i'm done and i usually always try to get out of the station for a little bit because you know just being in the studio for three and a half hours you kind of just need to catch your breath so i usually <laughs> go grab coffee you know run grab breakfast something like that um, and then we have a 9.30 morning news meeting, oh my which God. is with, Endless. by that point, everyone's there. Yeah, everyone's there for the day. So we go over what we did in the morning, um, what our boss likes us to be in there because, you know, she likes to get our opinion about what we think, you know, should be covered for the day. Following up on stories, writing emails, all kinds of stuff. And then I'm usually out of this, out of there by about 12.30. And so I usually come home. A lot of people don't do this, but I have to. I always power nap because I would have to. I just yeah, I, I, like I, I need I, I can't go to bed at six o'clock like some people that work this shift. Oh my shift god, do. I could never. So I power yeah I power nap. I eat lunch. Um, on good days I'll go work out, just run whatever errands I have to do. Um, it's nice, you know. Sometimes I can go to lunch with friends. Maybe go to like an early early happy hour, which is like a nightcap for me. And I'm so crazy. in bed by about seven thirty. Oh my god. So, I mean, that's just an insane day. That sounds like a marathon. Yeah. That also sounds like you're working more hours than the normal nine to five, but that could just be my poor counting. It it does, but, like, I'm not, like, I don't know. It's weird because I I feel like I'm, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, I do work mostly 3.30 to 12.30 or so, and I usually take a break. So that is, like, a 
regular standard eight hour work day, but it just, I guess when you go in and it's pitch black, you know what I mean? And you leave around noon, it just feels like the longest day ever. I mean, I love it. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I used to work 2 PM to 11 PM and I felt like I had no social life. I could never do anything. So I do like mornings. I love having my afternoons free, especially on Fridays. Like you can't beat it. So you touched on this a little bit earlier, but, um, you know, you're saying that digital is so important and obviously Daniel and I understand that given the industry that we work in, but how, how important is it for you to, I mean, you touched on staying up to date, but how important is it for you to kind of monitor what you say and how you interact with people on social and do you have it? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's so important. And I mean, I'm getting better about not letting what people say bother me. I mean, everybody has an opinion, which is great, but sometimes it just gets a little out of hand. Um, every city is different. Like our market is Facebook is huge. Twitter's not that big. Instagram's growing, but like Facebook is our, I mean, my co-anchor has 33,000 Facebook likes. I mean, which is pretty insane for, yeah. I mean, that's like, that's pretty insane for a city this size. So, um, I mean, we're always having to post stuff. We're always getting news tips via Facebook and with any controversial story, of course, there's always, always, always people with an opinion, um, and whether or not I agree with them is, you know, I, that's not, that's not my job, but the thing I do watch for is people that are rude, are, you know, leaving inappropriate comments, you know, we have guidelines that we follow, but we have a main Facebook page, and we have my personal Facebook page, and I will definitely, you know, delete comments that I think are inappropriate and I have no shame doing that because I just I don't like when people attack each other and they definitely do that and Ugh, I think with a lot of stuff that's yeah a lot of the stuff that's going on across the country lately it's become uh, very evident and I just like have zero tolerance for it so yeah I mean I think you definitely I don't think I necessarily have a filter of any type. I mean, obviously I'm a journalist. My opinions don't matter. That's not what people want from me. They just want the news. But I think I do try to monitor and make sure that people are just respectful and not hateful and, you know, cussing and all that stuff. So That's awesome. Um. As a female reporter in a long-standing male industry, do you feel like you've had certain challenges or battles that you've faced? Um, no, not really. I don't think so. I mean, I think, I just think overall, you know, I think women, especially with social media, they get judged a lot more on like the way they look and people are, they are not afraid to express, you know good and bad like you know people will say oh I love your dress or you know no one would ever say that to a guy I love your suit but then it's such a good point you know also say you know what are you wearing why are you wearing that your hair looks horrible like you know so it's it's just I think it's a double-edged sword I mean I think I also I think there's definitely guys have a lot longer shelf life in this industry than women do which is pretty unfortunate but I think that's the way it is, but I think that's that's kind of starting to change. But other than that, I don't think I've ever. I think news it's not not as big of an issue. I think if I were in sports, it'd be a lot different, which I, I would never be in sports. But I, I do think um, I don't think it, I've ever really experienced anything too bad. 
I feel like with your particular job, you have to be pretty on point with your your looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would imagine you have some sort of a team that helps you out. I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I feel I case in point today. <laughs> I threw on a dress and like put my hair up and was like, let's go Monday. But I, what is it difficult to be on point every day? Is it difficult? Because you really yeah, have I to mean, look we, we do a it certain like way. Ourselves. I mean, everybody always thinks like, you know, you guys have like makeup artists. And all. No, I mean, I do my makeup myself. Like, we don't get any wardrobe allowances at my station. Like, everything is it's pretty okay. much on our own. And I mean, I think. In bigger markets, obviously, like, they have a whole team working for, you know, the anchors and reporters. But, I mean, I think it's just, listen, like, everybody has their own unique style. And you just have to kind of know what works for you. And there's things that I like to wear that I feel comfortable wearing that some viewers might not like. And that's fine by me. But I also think I'm a 26-year-old, you know, woman. I'm not going to wear 80s, you know, like a power shoulder <laughs> blade. Yeah, sh- sh- you know, sh- shoulder but it's pad coming back. that my mom wore when I was little. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not going to do that. Right. Like, I don't really like wearing jackets or blazers at all, and I really don't. Uh, I think morning TV, I get a little bit more freedom just because it's kind of like, you're starting the day. You want to wear bright colors. Like, you know what right. I mean? That's, I mean, that's how I re- justify it. But, um, no, yeah, I mean, we do everything ourselves. And luckily, I haven't had any bosses that I've ever been like, never wear that again. I've had pretty supportive bosses that don't really worry too much about what I'm wearing so do you face certain criticisms from the public um from anything from like what you report on just in general and how do you how do you cope with that and always yeah I mean everybody (laughs) always thinks the media you know is biased and why are you covering this story but not this story like I said especially with a lot of stuff that's happening lately down here in the south there's there's so many people everybody you know just thinks we're left wing and liberal media and you know there's a lot of people that think we're just attack the police and all this stuff so I mean yeah there's I mean people have attacked me you know called me a dumb reporter and stuff like that and that's when I'll respond back to them and saying I'm just giving you the facts like you can choose to make your own opinion on them um and like I said sometimes it does bother me um especially when people say you're not doing your job and you know you just want to be like well why don't you do my job? Right. I think it's always, it's, yeah, I think it's always interesting because people that have never been in your shoes find it so easy to judge your profession or, yeah. And it's like, whoa. So you kind of touched on this earlier when we were talking about criticisms and stuff, but do you ever face kind of an unfair amount of feedback from the public about what you should report on, especially in light of recent events? Because because you're a, a female black anchor and your co-anchor is a white man, do people maybe expect um, you to, I don't want to no, say carry the torch, but... No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think, that's good, because I feel like that I would think, be a, a Yeah, no, no, I, don't, I definitely don't think so. I think, I mean, I think he just, he gets attacked just as much as I do for certain stories and vice versa. I mean, I think it's pretty, pretty much equal. <laughs> yeah. What's a story that's really resonated with you? Um, something that'll kind of stay forever, something that in the first year of being a morning anchor, or maybe something before that you'll never forget? Um, honestly, I think like right now is the Charleston stuff. 
you know, we have all these old historic churches too. We have um, the oldest, you know, African American congregation in the, um, in the country in Savannah. I literally thought to myself that could have been here. Right. Right. Well, and there are a lot of. And I think it was just it was just so. Sorry, go ahead. What? Oh, sorry. Um, there there are a lot of churches that are burning in the area, aren't there? There's been yeah quite yeah. a few. I mean, so outside of that, lighting, there's lightning. Yeah. But there's, I mean, yeah, it's just, That's crazy. It, it's just like, it could, it could have been Savannah. And the fact that, that con- the, uh, U.S., uh, the state, uh, representative, he was, he represented so many people in our district. And I think just seeing how our community really came together for him, I think was really touching as well. And I mean, my co-anchor, he went to Charleston the next day too. Oh, and I stayed, yeah, anchored from the desk, and then he went there, so we had him, like, live through the whole thing. So, yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Wow. Yeah, that would be very emotional. That would be – yeah, is it ever really tough when there's something that emotional on happening and you're – you know, since you're the morning anchor, you're live, is it ever yeah. dicey? Yeah, I mean, I think this was just, like, really – I was very, very sad. I mean, I was literally sad when I got home, and I think there's so many stories where – I. Uh, you just you you just get so sad and disturbed. For example, we had this two year old girl that was shot and killed, oh my God. like in a drive by shooting, and you know they never found her killer. Obviously, people knew something that they just weren't talking. I think that just really, I was devastated about that too. And I was telling my friend last week, I was like, if the Sandy Hook shootings would have happened while I was doing mornings, I don't know how I would have been able to get through it because Ugh. I think anything stuff with children, it's just, I mean, that's just so sad. Who gives? So it gives, I think, me and Lindy and just, I hope the audience, a, a, a firmer appreciation of the yeah. journalistic community because yeah. of what you guys go through on the on the day-to-day, but also the fact that you do sincerely have to, like, withhold emotion, emotion. to yeah. provide oh, yeah. a story, and that's not easy. No. Especially yeah, when it's yeah. something violent or, I mean... Like you were saying, the Sandy Hook stuff, I, I couldn't have, I, I wouldn't have been able to no. even yeah. stand yeah. on my own two feet. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine being live and just being, and not getting just talking about angry. It. And the thing is, like, what's so repetitive with us, I mean, three and a half hours, it's like, we're repeating, we're constantly oh. having to update people, because people are tuning in at all different times, so we can't just not talk about something. I mean, every ten minutes, we would, you know, we were bringing up the Charleston stuff, what's the latest, where's the suspect, all that, you know? So wow. it's just, it's very, it's very, but it's not like you touch on it once and then you don't come back to it for another hour. So no, you, you're talking about it every 15 minutes, at least. Has one of the challenges of your profession been learning to be, and I don't want to say emotionalist cause that's not the correct term, but being able to have that thick skin to put up with the day to day. Um, yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, I think when it comes to like covering stories and having a heart, I don't think I'll ever be spineless. I think it might have sensitized to certain things, right. definitely, which is which is bad. But I mean, I think having a thick skin, just being criticized from people who watch the news, I think you definitely have to have that. Yeah, wow. for sure. Kind of finishing up here. What are your goals for for your career, and then what are your goals for you personally? Um, just because I'm sure that as an anchor, I feel like you would develop so much as a person because you're out in the community and so many people know you yeah. and see you and you grow so much as a person instead of just being like 
an office dweller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, hiding I in a really, cage. <laughs> I think that like I. I've only been doing it for morning TV for a year now, and I think definitely this is what I want to do long term with my life. Like, I, I did like anchoring evening news, anchored a ten o'clock show, but I think my personality and my kind of goals are more in tune with morning television. I just really love the idea of waking up with people, catching them up on everything yeah. that they missed while they were sleeping, and also, you know, because that's a really important job. They need to know the news, but you also get to have personality, you get to laugh, you get to have fun. So I think. As long as I'm doing that in a station where I'm growing and I am supported by my colleagues to grow and, you know, I'm being challenged every day and I like the person I work with because my co-anchor is one of my closest friends here. So I think wherever I am, I will be happy in that aspect. That's cool. I think, too, touching base on morning versus evening anchors, um, I think the the cool thing about a morning anchor is you really do get to set the tone for people's day. Yeah. yeah. You really yeah, kind of yeah. make or break it's, their morning, which yeah. turns into their day. And I think there's something really unique and awesome about that because you do have to have a different personality. Such yeah. an extremely different personality for those two different types of like, yeah. roles. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when our boss says, you know, if you don't win the morning, you don't win the day. Like, it's a very, very um, important That's a good part point. of a news yeah. station. So we have one last question for yes. you. Yeah. And um, kind of... Looking back, uh, what would you you tell your 18-year-old self as far as looking back on all of the challenges you face, the fears you've overcome, the, the yeah. triumphs, the successes, everything considered, what would you tell your 18-year-old self? Um, I would definitely tell myself that um, college is the best four years of your life and every <laughs> moment of it. Um, and I think I would have told myself to not be so scared and nervous about Mizzou because Mizzou is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. And <laughs> I would not be where I am if I weren't for Mizzou. Um, so I think I would have told myself not to be that nervous about, you know, going away to college. Um, I would also tell myself that, you know, be prepared that you're not going to have the best salary working in journalism right <laughs> now. Buy lots of beans and rice. <laughs> You're not going to be Katie Curry uh, and be prepared to take some risks, move away from home, step out of your comfort zone, but it will pay off because I definitely feel like I, the past couple of years, I've taken a lot of risks and second guess myself a lot of stuff, but I think right now it's, it's all like finally paying off and I think I'm in a good place. So I think definitely you have to be willing to step out of your comfort zone and take some risks because they will pay off. <laughs> that's good. That's good to hear. That's, that's good, good advice, advice for the audience. Yeah. Yeah. We will let you go because I know you have a bedtime that oh, is thank you. eight minutes so much, past due. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for speaking with us. Yeah. This was awesome. That was awesome. good. So that's it. We hope you enjoyed this podcast with Cy Sandlin, morning news anchor in Savannah, Georgia. Also, be sure to check out our site, urbanvibesruralroots.com, as we have recently launched our shop. The shop features American artisans and makers who create everything from leather goods to woven baskets to beauty and skincare products. And be sure to visit often as we're adding new makers weekly. Enjoy your week and don't forget, if you don't win the morning, you don't win the day. <laughs>